When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopets Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopetspod.com. Fast Break Podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our shows. And if you can, please give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do anything that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Game Source, our great friends at thelakerholics.com. Big shout out to everyone there. Hopefully everyone there is having a happy holidays and I will be talking to them soon. Probably in the near future, next game that we cover. You never know when the guys from Lakerholics.com stop by. And of course, the awesome folks at the Hoop Heads Podcast Network. It is sincerely appreciated. Well, things are getting tough for the NBA right now with the health and safety protocols for seemingly dozens upon dozens of NBA players now being put into the health and safety protocol. It seems like every two minutes, Adrian Wojnarowski or Sham Sharania is reporting that someone else is going into health and safety protocols. In fact, the league has decided to go ahead for at least more than one team, cancel more than one game at least postpone it until maybe later next season or whatnot, because right now there is a serious problem going on with COVID. And here today to talk about that and the seriousness of it and what the league may do or should do in regards to the season. Plus also as well, their great teams that they cover are two outstanding guests. Indeed. You got to go ahead and check them both out when they appear, including one as the host of the NBA carousel, plus all the many, 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 did I say many? I meant many things that they do and cover in regards to the world of sports. It is Megan Price and Jennifer Matthews Lewis. And I'll tell you what, I'm going to start with you, Megan. Great to have you here. Only reason why is because she got on here first. So, you know, dibs, there you go. But great to have you here, Megan. I know you're a big Spurs fan. I we'll am. talk Spurs here for in a second, but I first want to hear your thoughts on the the impact COVID <clears throat> had upon the league, and, and your thoughts as far as everything going on with it. I mean, it's been really a crazy time for the league the past seven days. Absolutely has. Um, I went through and counted how many players that are either on protocol or tested positive, and so far it's looking like 56 players. And it's affecting one, two, three, four, five, about 15 different teams. So, you know, at least half the league is having to deal with this right now. 
Um, and, and it's not just the NBA. We've saw some issues with the NFL as well, having to reschedule games. And then the NHL came out today and postponed 21 games that were slated for Monday through the 23rd this week. So um, just it's, it's affecting a lot, um, not just the NBA. And then we also heard some news that possibly they could allow players that are asymptomatic to continue to play. This is something that they're thinking about. Um, it hasn't been okayed yet, but as long as you're asymptomatic, they could let you to continue to play. Um, I'm not a big fan of that. I also work in the medical field. And so um, you, you can still spread it whether you're asymptomatic or not. And that will affect somebody else completely different than how it affected you. So I'm not a big fan of that thought. Agreed. 100% on that as someone who also has a, a wife in the medical field as well. I would, I would advise against it. I proposed on one of my previous Lakers fast break that maybe they should consider a pause. It would have been great that they had done it right around the 15th and just reopened it again around Christmas because I know the NBA can't lose that vaunted Christmas date. But your thoughts on the possibility of it, do you think they should go ahead and pause the season for maybe a week, maybe 10 days? I'm not asking for a whole lot. I'm asking for just a period of time to get some of these players back up and around. I think that's pretty logical um, and, and a better solution than allowing players to play that are asymptomatic. Um, you know, put it on a 10 to 14 day hold. And I mean, I know you don't want to lose that coveted Christmas Day games, but I mean, just for the, the health and safety of everyone involved, I think that that would probably be the best option. Um, they should definitely do that, in my opinion. And it's not something, like you said, it's not like that three to four months that we had to put on pause when COVID first hit, we're, we're talking a couple of weeks at most. And I think that can make a big difference. You're going to see a lot of travel. Now, these teams, they travel all day, every day anyway. But you're going to see a lot of travel within the nation over the holidays. And so that is going to be something that's not only going to affect sports, but it's going to affect the rest of us as well. So, um, you know, definitely taking a pause and maybe kind of giving that a break through the holidays seems pretty smart. I, would, that, I mean, that's just seemingly the way it's going to have to go. I mean, it, almost like the COVID is forcing the issue mm -hmm. rather than the league deciding amongst themselves because I think at some point in time, yeah, pushing off like the NFL is a few days for a couple of the games is great, but I think at some point in time, you're going to have to do what the NHL does doing. NHL is doing a small pause. I think a larger pause would be best in order for all of these major league sports. Seven to ten days maybe two weeks tops. I'm not asking for a whole lot. And I don't think it's, you know, I don't, I don't think it's unfair to ask that, especially given the current circumstances. Right. I agree. Jennifer, I want to get you in here real quick when it comes to what's going on with the league and, and the protocols and things of that nature, you're seeing it with your team that you follow the Charlotte Hornets. What are your thoughts in regards to this? I mean, it's coming down to the point where, yes, I understand Christmas is extremely important to the NBA. Mm -hmm. But if we're having G League players, guys that are free agents that are out there that are no longer in the league or that are trying to get back in, suddenly getting back in and signed to 10-day hardship contracts, if we're seeing a bunch of no-name G League players, with all apologies to them, and this is their chance to shine yeah. and give them their opportunity, and that's great. But if we're seeing that as a product come Christmas Day when the league is using that day to go ahead and showcase itself other than every, you know, other – pretty much other than anything other than the NBA playoffs. Why mm -hmm. go ahead and do it if you're really going to go ahead and not show the best side of yourself? So the Hornets actually don't have any players currently in COVID this protocols. Week. Last, last week, week was a we, different we story. Did. Last week was a totally different story. 
but my Celtics do also. They have a lot. However, with I agree. I mean, it's ridiculous that the NFL isn't doing it. It's ridiculous that the Megan's saying six and, right now. Yeah, six. Hornets well, players? I'm on Boston. It's six. Oh, players. for yeah. Boston. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I was looking at my Charlotte Hornets numbers right it's there. It's already there. run through Charlotte. Yeah, it's already run through Charlotte. Everybody came is back for Charlotte. The Celtics do have six players right now on it. Um, and you know, including Al Jabari, Josh Richardson, Broderick, um, Grant Williams, and uh, Jaharko. But we we need to pause it. Like, do we want to, like, really shut the entire country down again? No. But do we need to pause some of the other items? Sure. I mean, it's health and safety, people. Health and safety. That's all I'm saying. It's not that important. People will still be fans. People will still want to go to the games. They'll still want to live their lives. I'd rather live my life, even if we have to put it on pause for a week or two. That's just me. Watch, you know, a Christmas story. Watch other things on Christmas Day. Most people, a lot of folks will do that anyway. Well, with the NBA, it's it's such an image-driven league. And Mm -hmm. they've always been concerned about trying to put their best foot forward and their best look forward. I mean, the idea behind Christmas, they put their marquee. They don't always put the teams that are doing great. They put the teams that they think are going to go ahead and get the most viewers that are the biggest name values. I mean, uh, you know, Utah is something that's always a great team that Mm -hmm. just seemingly always gets shut out there. You know, there are other teams as well that are, that are high up that are small market teams that don't seem to get the kind of same love for Christmas. I mean, because it's always an image driven league and to not be able to have potentially, you know, those games, uh, there's a possibility that they might have to cancel one or two of those games and the other games that are involved may be problematic and they may not have the full representation you're looking for. Right. And well, my thing is if you're an image driven league and you're right, they are set the stage, set the stage, health and safety of our players and our fans and our coaching staff come first. I mean, heck Vogel's out. He's not coaching. We've got coaches being affected. We're going to have media um, personalities being affected. We're going to have photo sports journalists affected. And they're going to go out. They're going to see their family. They're going to go pass it along. And the whole asymptomatic? No. I read that and I got heated. It was like, that's ridiculous. Why are we going to allow certain people who may or may not play for the Knicks still get a pass because they held out on getting vaccinated long enough? That's not fair. Like, what's right is right. What's wrong is wrong. Images, everything, set the stage. Because they kind of, and most NBA fans, in my opinion, from my friends and that, like, who follow the NBA closely, how closely they did 2019 and 2020 seasons, they kind of tarnished their image with that. They didn't give the players any rest. Like, at the end of the day, they just didn't. And it was because of COVID, because they were trying to make everybody safe and sound, which I appreciate. But the fact that they didn't really care about the health, overall health of the players, that I did not personally appreciate. I completely, completely agree with that sentiment right there. You know, we really saw, like, personally, my team, we were affected by COVID last season. We ended up missing nine games, I think it was. It was it was a ton of games. And, um, you know, or it was five games. It was five games. We had nine players on COVID. 
at the time. We missed five games. And then at the end of the season, we had to make those games up. And so it was a shortened season anyway. So we were already doing four to five games a week. And then you throw in the extra games that we missed because of COVID. That's not safe for those players. It's not safe for, their, for them to be playing five to six games a week and then travel. It's, it's not safe. It's not good for their health whatsoever. And then on Christmas Day, okay, so we're going to be having the early game is Boston Celtics and then the Milwaukee Bucks. Boston, as I said, has six players. Milwaukee has four players. Um, Giannis might be back in time for that game. Then um, we have Golden State and Phoenix. Golden State only has Jordan Poole out. But then at, at um, the late, one of the later games, you have the Brooklyn Nets, who have 10 players out right now with COVID. So, um, you know, it, it is absolutely going to affect yeah. Christmas Day games. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. People are just losing their minds trying to consume Marvel products right now, and I don't blame them. This is some of the best entertainment you can get on TV and big screen right now. If something's going to be successful or not, they look at the mentions, they look at the likes, they look at the retweets and the tweets and the subtweets and the tweet tweets, and they look at all of that to say, okay, this is actually going to garner a lot of attention. Is it going to be enough, though? I think the fish out of water syndrome might be enough for somebody like us because it's going to be hilarious to watch two stoner kids we saw barely make it through high school now live in a society that they fully don't understand because they've been stuck in a decade and never came out of it. Facebook stars, not ninja stars, okay? I know how some people take things literally. So don't throw ninja stars at us, but like the Facebook stars, click on those. That's what we want. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, I'm speaking to... Megan Price. She is the host of the NBA Carousel, the sip-off. She's part of 806 Sports, and she does a million other things, and she'll tell you at the end of the show where you can catch her and all the great stuff, along with Jennifer Matthews-Lewis, who she does a lot of great stuff with on the NBA Carousel, and she's got a ton of stuff you got to go ahead and catch, and she will let you know what she's doing at the end of the show as well. Ladies, I know you also want to talk about the teams that you cover. I know, Jennifer, you said you covered the Charlotte Hornets and also the Boston Celtics. Megan, everybody knows about your affiliation with the San Antonio Spurs. So I'll start off with you, Megan. When it comes to the San Antonio Spurs, I mean, the team itself, it seems like it has a lot of great rotational players. But when it comes to the future of San Antonio right now in its current state, you can't build a team that's going to be a consistent top-tier playoff team if it's only filled with rotational players. You have a team right now that's sitting just outside the plan and very could possibly, with <laughs> who knows what's going on, because in the next couple of weeks, they could not only be a playoff team, they could be sneaking into the eighth, seventh or eighth seed the way things are going. It's all they have to do is just stay healthy seemingly these days. But right now they're just outside a play-in spot. They've had some impressive wins but some very disappointing losses. So I want to hear your thoughts on the San Antonio Spurs this, and so far this season. Again, it's a team comprised of a lot of good rotational players. Just they don't have that those one or two players that really can take them over the hump at this point in time. Are they on the team? Can they develop them? Or they, do they need to go ahead and make some moves to go ahead and get that done? I absolutely think that we need to throw a, cause you know, there's different tiers to being a star. You know, you have your superstar, you have your star, and then you have one kind of in the rough and developing star. 
And I think we have probably two stars on our team. You know, we have DeJounte Murray. Well, probably one star actually. And the rest are still developing. Keldon Johnson, who we saw on the Olympic team, um, he's putting up pr pretty great numbers right now. We've seen Derek White also step up this season. He was pretty injured last season and at the end of the season before that. But he has, on any given night, going to be your top performer, 23 points, 23 points, um, pretty consistently up there. But we absolutely do need one superstar, at least one superstar, because the rest are good, but they're not that that superstar level. You know, when we lost DeMar, we lost that superstar because we see how great DeMar is doing over in Chicago. And he was playing really great for us last season. I know he had a rough switch coming over. He did play out his contract with us three seasons and then moved around in free agency. So I really just respected how he left the team. Um, he didn't leave us high and dry. We, he was traded to us. It was not exactly the situation that he wanted, but he fulfilled his obligation. He didn't sit on the bench and, um, you know, he found the right situation for him in Chicago and he's having success. So, you know, I think if we could get another star of that level right there, top 15, top 20 star over in San Antonio, I think we would be great. And we had some issues with our center depth. Um, this was why. I wasn't exactly thrilled with the Joshua Primo pick. Um, that was our first round draft pick. Um, not because he's not great, but because he's a guard. And we have about seven of those. And, and you know, and well, also stayed... because of the fact he's the youngest player that came out of the draft. And he's right. so far away now from what he might be later on. Um, and absolutely agree with that. But he um, he's done well. Um, he's done well um, for the Austin Spurs team. And when we do actually see him in the lineup, um, he's came in and he's he's made some scores. But he's just not, not what I had hoped at that time because we had Kai Jones that was still on the board out of UT. And he ended up getting drafted by the Knicks and then traded to the Hornets. And I really thought that was like the right direction that we should go. Pirtle is, he's excellent, but... I don't know. I think we need a more dominant big man right there. And, and that's been our issue since we lost Tim Duncan. And I mean, you can't replace Tim Duncan. So, you know, you just kind of have to find a new direction and move forward. Um, Patty Mills was our last of our championship team and he's now playing with the Brooklyn Nets and wish him tons of success, but we were able to kind of fill that role that he had with Bryn Forbes, who's also a former spur, but he left, he went to Milwaukee, came back a champion and um, he has that really electric three-point shooting that Patty also has. So it's not that we don't miss his morale and, and, and his presence on the sidelines or even on the court. But as far as scoring, I think we were able to accommodate losing him. You know, losing Rudy Gay and losing DeMar, I think, were pretty big on us. Now, I know they're older and we're trying to develop, develop some other players. But I would love to see us make a move at, by the trade deadline. It's just not the San Antonio way. So I don't really have my hopes too high for that. Jennifer, I know you've got a lot of things going on with Charlotte and with Megan. You know, the key right now is if you can get to 500, you're right in the mix because there's seemingly like almost half the league is right around 500. With the record right now with San Antonio, with Megan's team, San Antonio 11-17, they're, they're actually tied. For the 10th seed right now. So they're technically right in the mix for a play-in spot. With your team, we're your first team uh, talking about Charlotte, and then you're also your mm -hmm. other team, Boston Celtics. They're, as we talk about this, right around the 500 mark as well. 
And it's just so amazing to see that with the, even with the Lakers, who have had a myriad of problems, and now with AD out for four weeks with his knee sprain, and then you also like was mentioned that Frank Vogel's out of lineup, you know, mm-hmm. coaching. They've got we've even got broadcasters both on the TV and the radio end that are out with the health and safety protocol. You know, the issues are everywhere with every team. Mm-hmm. And right now, if you get to 500, you're right in the mix with both Charlotte and Boston. Yeah. I see that clearly. But this is a chance with Charlotte, like you mentioned, they're back. They're all mm-hmm. healthy from safety and healthy protocols. And the possibility for them making a rise could be very much in order. And I do see that with Charlotte specifically. I think that we're doing a great job. I think we're pretty solid. You know, obviously, LaMelo is still doing his thing. Um, you know, Miles Bridget, Lamelo's averaging about 20 points a game. Miles is averaging 19. A um, man who in the future will be collecting a nice large paycheck come free. Yes. Yes. And I hope it's from us because we'd be silly not to, because, you know, Miles and Lamelo are also leading and rebounding. Because they didn't tender. They didn't tender. I believe he is still unrestricted. Yeah. We need to keep him. And I think they're just working out the semantics and all of that right now, to be perfectly candid with you. I don't see us getting rid of him um, because, honestly, he and LaMelo bring the fun back to Charlotte with the basketball. The only thing I say in respect to that, you've got the most desirable thing in the NBA right now, uh, an athletic wing who can Mm -hmm. shoot, who can defend. And he checks all the boxes, especially with the play he's played since uh, late last season. He really started uptick, and now he's continuously done mm-hmm. it this year with an outstanding season. And, mm-hmm. yeah, is it the kind of season that you see that the, a lot of players do before they get their big paychecks and their big contracts that they signed? Yes, but right now he is filling all the boxes. And, you know, exactly. there's whatever team out there that has cap space, I have a feeling he's going to be in, at or near the top of their list. I would agree with you on that. It's my hope that he stays with us. He and LaMelo are just amazing together. Agree. You know, I mean, again, they just bring the fun. They have fun. And that's so obvious. Like, they're not, the Hornets aren't getting booed a lot in, at Spectrum Center right now, which is fun. <laughs> like, because I always hate booing people, but, you know, it's going to happen. But, yeah, like, we're on top of our game we're solid. We're sixth in the Eastern standings right now. I don't think it'll take much for us to, you know, get, you know, top five whatsoever. I think, you know, we're just going to have a lot of fun. I, I I don't know. I have high hopes for us. I don't know if we're going to win the whole thing this year. Do I think we'll go deep? I think we'll go medium this year. I think next year we'll probably go deeper. And I think it'll be, you know, a good time to be had. And I need to talk to my husband about getting season tickets again. So, you know. (laughs) Fair enough, indeed. Uh, But with Boston, it's definitely been a disappointing season for them. Uh, It has been, but it's not unexpected, right? Because we've got a new coach. We've got Brad Stevens, you know, getting promoted um, and doing more hands-off coaching, at least that we're hearing. We have, like Megan said, six players in COVID protocol. You know, Josh Richards, he was added today. We've got 10 people between COVID and injuries out. Um, I do think this is just a rebuild year for the Celtics. I don't know how far I see him going next year. Do I see him upping their game this year? I think it's a possibility if they want it. 
it's too early I, to tell on this, but yeah. do you see ever the Tatum Brown combo maybe going the way of what we see now? The rumors are heavy now as far as the Portland backcourt duo of of CJ and and you know obviously that is mm-hmm. you know it's being shopped around simply because of the fact that they want to go ahead and break up that duel in in Portland. But all these these duels that you know the Indiana duel with Miles Turner and Sabonis. They've talked about that duo being broken up right now recently. Do you see that as after those in, in after those duels in Indiana Portland, which are the most talked about, do you see at some point the inevitability of Boston breaking up the big two? I think it's a possibility. I think it'd be a huge mistake. They play off of each other. They truly do. 100% they play off of each other. They support each other. They're friends. They've kept it down in the locker room. They've been the leaders, at least, un, you know, spoken and unspoken leaders whenever they're needed. You know, you add Marcus Smart into the mix, too. I mean, I you think know, he's more likely the one to get moved is Smart. I do, too. And I think Megan, you and I discussed this on the NBA carousel when Marcus went off on his teammates. That was important. And that put a fire under their bums. Something that I thought getting... was interesting was that Jason Tatum actually leads the league in missed shots this season so far. And mm. I thought that was just a strange stat. It seems, you know, I mean, I he's had some, yeah, he's had some good scoring nights, but it, it just not to the mm-hmm. consistency of what we're used to seeing out of Jason Tatum. So I think this is just one of those years that and it's not necessarily a rebuild. I, I really like the term because there's two difference. Like what Orlando did was a rebuild. Well, I think right. what you guys are doing is a retool, like trying to okay. figure out exactly what, what you're trying to do with some of the same, some of the same players and maybe mix it up with a few. I think getting Tristan Thompson off your team was the best thing that you could have done. <laughs> you know, I've, I've never really been a fan of his and he just has not performed in the same manner in which when he was playing for Cleveland, um, you guys brought up Miles Turner and that's who I should have brought up. I would love to see Miles Turner on the Spurs. I just don't know if we're going to make a play in the middle of the season. We're not known for that type of thing, but Miles Turner, I think would really address some of our star issues and our center depth. I mean, he's a hometown guy. He's from Bedford, Texas. He's six eleven. Like I think he would really bring some of that aggression to the lane that we're missing. Once again, I'm speaking to Jennifer Matthews Lewis and of course, Megan Price. You got to catch all the things that they do today for all the media outlets that they cover. In fact, that's what we're going to do right now as we close out the show, because ladies, you were tremendous on today's program, and I cannot thank you enough for stopping by once again. If you have any questions for me at Lakers Fast Break on Twitter or Lakers Fast Break at Yahoo.com, but I will spend the last few minutes of our show, turn it over to the ladies so that they can go ahead and let you know exactly wherever you can go ahead and catch them. I will start off with you, Jennifer. Okay. Jennifer, where are you at? How people need to get a hold of you? And what do they need to check out what concerns all the things that you cover and all the things that you do in the world of sports? So you can find me on NFL Carousel on Thursday nights um, at 8 p.m. Eastern and NBA Carousel at 7 p.m. Eastern on Monday evenings. On occasion, I'm on Snowman in the morning. Check us out. He's very insightful as well. I've been on a couple of other podcasts as also you can find me on, you know, Twitter, Facebook, Reddit, um, all of that good stuff. And thank you again, Gerald. I love being on your show and I appreciate you having me. 
Glad to have you here as always. And Megan, last but certainly not least, you do so much as well. NBA Carousel, you host that. Having me on there, I don't know why. It just, it just seems like, you know, it's uh, just crazy to have me on there. But you have a whole host, a myriad of, of hosts covering the entire NBA. Just great to be on it. Great to be a part of it. And But please, let me know exactly everything you're doing before you head on out. On Mondays, you can find me on the NBA Carousel. I host that show at 8 Eastern. Then on Mondays and Wednesdays, I'm a guest on Sports Arena. And then on Thursdays, I'm on the NFL Carousel. I also have a podcast on Thursday called The Sip Off, where we have drinks and we talk all things basketball. We're big advocates for the WNBA. I'm media for the Dallas Wings WNBA team. And anything Spurs, you will find me on that. And if you want to find Mm -hmm. me on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, just search Queen of Hoop. And if you're in a sports team out there looking for any extra time for her to cover, I don't know if we'll have that. <laughs> her schedule's pretty much booked right now, but I'm so happy that both could find the time, especially in this busy holiday season, to be here. Once again, it is Jennifer Matthews Lewis and also as well, Megan Price. Please catch them today on all the various outlets that they mentioned. If you can go ahead and support them in any way you can, it is sincerely appreciated. Well, ladies, I want to wish you both a safe and happy holiday season. Obviously, I don't want either of you to go to in health and safety protocols because that would really suck mm-hmm. for a holiday. Right. But again, please be safe out there. Want to go ahead and thank you so much for stopping by. Everybody out there, please give the, all their stuff a watch, a listen, anything that you can do to support them. And again, ladies, I want to bring you back on when hopefully this league is getting back in the right direction. When we're all out of health and safety protocols, hoping that's sooner rather than later, but we'll see. But once again, ladies, thank you for stopping by and sharing your thoughts on the NBA right here at the Lakers Fast Break.